Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. Oh, coach, here we go. Outside again. Yeah, man, it's a beautiful day outside, too. Nice little breeze. Uh, doesn't get any better than this. It's I good. mean, it's crazy. The weather in May, it's crazy. You know, but we're going to take it, brother. I'm going to take, take this. it. Because we it. know it's coming. It's going to be hot. I <laughs> think this, today was a good decision, though. It was a very good decision. I'm, I'm okay I'm with it. <laughs> I'm glad that we came up with this, man. Absolutely. Outside. Well, that's our producer, right. 89. Making sure. On top of the game, man. He makes us look good and sound good, by the right. way. That's right. That's right. No, so, it, it is amazing to be outside. It's the Almond Gunner experience. And I am Greg Dorsey, and this is Coach Almond Gunter. And uh, we are excited. This week, we're talking about choice and yes. choices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think choices are, are everything. I mean, and, and the good news is we all get to decide those. You know, we all get to choose for ourselves. Um, I think that, you know, your happiness is your responsibility. You know, you can decide to either, you know, be happy or not be happy. And, and the choices that you make today will determine how tomorrow goes. I mean, that's just the way it works. Do you ever worry about anything? i got to ask you that because we're outside. It's a good day. There's been some conflict. There's been some challenge. There's been a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I'd say uh, just, just tension. Uh, in, in the earth <laughs> lately, yeah, yeah. But, but do you mind that and, and how do you handle that? For me personally, I mean, I'm one who's always embraced conflict, challenge, and change. So for me, I just see this as an opportunity. Um, as far as worry, I think worration is an exaggerated fear. And, and, and me being the nerd that I am, I realize that there's only two things that we're born with that we're actually afraid of. One is falling and the other one is loud noises. And everything else is, is between our ears. We get to decide, you know, whether we're fearful of certain things or not. So I've decided to live my life, you know, in, in a way that it's all about opportunity. You know, what, what is the opportunity today to be better than I was yesterday? You know, so I try not to worry about those things. I mean, I, I deal with what I can deal with. I can control what I can control with. The rest of the stuff is going to pan out the way it needs to. So when faced with choices, uh, what are some of the things that you tend to pay attention to? And, and um, are there ever times where you feel like you don't have a choice? No, for me, you know, before I make any choice, what I really try to do is research a little bit, try to get the most information I can. You know, I'm an information guy. I, I love information. But I also think that there's a point in time where you have to stop researching and you have to take a step. You know, I think that's the biggest thing about making choices is that you have to have courage. And if you don't have courage to pull the trigger, you'll, you know, uh, I call it, uh, you know, uh, paralysis by analysis. You know, you just keep analyzing and keep analyzing, but you never move. And for me, I'm all about moving. I'm all about taking a first step uh, because then you can always reevaluate and go back and make changes to be better. Uh, in my life, I, you know, for people that's known me my whole life, they'll say, huh, man, you, you, you know, you haven't changed, but you've grown. And that's what you want to be, you know, because I believe that people, you know, you don't change, but I think you do grow. Uh, so if you create the right foundation within yourself, that's really what helps you make good choices, is that if you really have that, that good foundation that's centered around, you know, uh, giving effort, you know, good behavior, trying to have a good attitude, those are the things that make choices easy. 
foundation makes me think of going deep and yes. uh and i love to go offshore diving yes i love to go deep and and the deeper you go often the the cooler treasures you find yes um but the 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 really interesting part about that is that the deeper you go the more pressure you right. experience right right and, and the same thing's true if if you go if you elevate if right. you go higher and higher mm -hmm. uh into the atmosphere mm -hmm. you're going to experience different uh pressure conditions um but it seems like we have a tendency to want to avoid uh the the pain or the or the uh, the discomfort associated uh with difficult decisions and 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 taking action at times well but the reality is right it's the pressure that makes the diamonds and without the pressure you know you never know what you can overcome without the pressure you don't know how you know you can handle adversity you know i i think that being uncomfortable is such an unnatural thing for human beings, right? We, we, we're, we're not designed to be uncomfortable. I mean, we were created to have rule and domain over everything. Um, but for me, without the pressure of it all, without the adversity of it all, then it's all vanilla, it's all the same. Uh, the reason that we have some of the inventions that we have, some of the things that we get to do in life that we consider to be really cool is because somebody took on the pressure and change it into a diamond, you know? So every day when, when we come out and we do what we do and we, we challenge our audiences and then we challenge each other and, and it's all about healthy competition. But I think that's the stuff that help us get to this place to where you go, man, that's really cool. Like, wow, we really did that. Um, I, I was writing some stuff the other day and I said, I think that when you believe that experience is your greatest teacher, I think that can be the thing that holds you back the most because a lot of people when it comes to pressure, a lot of people when it comes to choices, you know, they live off their experience. They'll go, oh, well, it's never been done before. Oh, you know, well, that's the way we've always done it. And I just think that if you're living like that, nothing really ever grows. So it's not about the experience of it all. I think it's about the talent of it all, having enough talent to go out and try it and have courage and, and make those bold choices, but take a step. Um, so that's, that's really the way I look at it, you know? I, I look at this moment in time as, man, what an opportunity. And, I, and, you know, and I can clearly look back and see what we've been doing, you know, uh, with our companies. And, and, and let's be real, I mean, think about what we were doing 10 weeks ago and think about what we've done, what we're doing now. We've grown so much, we, we've challenged each other, we, we've handled this pressure, we, we've come out with new products, um, and we're making even more products, right? So maybe if we didn't have this pressure, we would have just, you know, tooled along. Eventually, maybe we would have gotten here, but I think it put us in a position to say, okay, so, so what do we do now? So how do we stay relevant now? So how do we still help people now? And so it's brought us to this moment. Yeah, I, I do see that. I see that we're able to, we have a capacity to serve more people because we were willing to take on that pressure and and you talk about experience being uh, our greatest teacher and, and I know one of the things that's in your book often is is that mad right I think there's a lot of frustration yes and I think we get frustrated because we're free yeah and yeah. we want to be free exactly and we don't necessarily our nature or, or our uh, our spirit doesn't necessarily even want to be contained or controlled right. um, and Dr. Miles Monroe talks about humans were not meant to be dominated right Exactly, exactly. 
Exactly. And so, so what I see is, you know, when you talk about in my book where I talk about the word mad, you got to make a decision. You, you have to make a decision for yourself. I mean, that's the other part. The, you know, why am I trying to make a decision for you? But if I can make the best decision for me and make the best decision for my family, right? How, how, you know, how do we continue to grow as a family and, and reach out and still be able to hit our goals? And if I do that correctly, don't I help the world? I mean, isn't that really how you help the world, you know, one person at a time? So can you imagine if everyone actually really did their best? If, if everyone actually did make a decision and then lived up to that decision that they made, right? Held themselves accountable for it. See, but what I see a lot of times is people get mad and they say they want to be free, right? But they're not willing to pay the price. Freedom comes with a price, man. You, you can't just say that, listen, I want to be free and I want to be able to do whatever I want to do, but then not be, you know, want the responsibility and the accountability that comes with that. It's all a price. Everything that we do every day, the choices that we make, the consequences are built in. And most people want to be able to choose both, and you can't. They want to be able to, to, to choose, right? But then they also want to choose the consequences. It's not how life works. You know my story over the past few years, and, and I found myself as an executive making an outstanding income, great six-figure income, mm -hmm. just, just set, had everything lined up for me. And, uh, and I don't necessarily like being comfortable, I'll be honest with you. So I asked uh, my boss at the time, I said, what, what, how would you rate me as a manager on a scale from one to 10? And with experience being a great teacher, I'm so glad I asked that question. Yes. Because the answer was uncomfortable. I was, I was rated as a manager a three. Right. And I thought I was like, I th I, you know, at the very least, I'm thinking I'm coming in at a, a seven. Right. You know, but I, and my, I'm like, hey, man, I'm rocking. Right. You know, I'm thinking we're at right. 10, like right. maybe nine, whatever. Right. Okay. Come in at a three. Right. So below, like, that's not, coach, not I, made some, I made some rough grades. We were right. looking at my, my progress report from grade school. I, I had a hard time. I struggled paying attention right. in school. Man, I got a 30 on right. this one. Okay. Right. So it was great though, because it helped me to make a decision. Exactly. It really helped me make a decision. And it was my last job. Yeah. It was really yeah. my last job. Which, which is so good, right? It, it, you know, again, I, I have a similar story to where, you know, 22 years ago, you know, I'm doing quite well. I'm working for a huge organization and I could have rolled that out. And, uh, but like you, that was my last job. For 22 years, I haven't had a job. I've had work. And my work is 24-7, 365, and it's all centered around how, how do I help people maximize their potential. And I think, again, we need those things, you know, because, because my exodus came because, you know, I'm developing materials that they're selling for a premium but telling me you can't give me a raise. That's fuzzy math. But, you know, I could have been mad. Uh, I could have been frustrated. But, no, I just made a decision. I made a decision that I know what I'm worth, I know what my value is, uh, and my voice will not be lost. And so here we are, you know, you fast forward to where we are right here today, and, uh, and I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't go back, you know. It's been, it's been a moment of, I want to stay uncomfortable. And I'm going to tell you something, when you are responsible for your own income and the income of other people that are part of your organization and taking care of your family, nothing says get off your butt and get it done like that. And that's how I like to play. That's where I want to be at. 
I like that you say you wouldn't go back, but you do look back and you oh, learn yeah. from that, and you, yeah. and, and you allow it to actually probably even accelerate your growth and allow you to bring other people and share that information and continue to no doubt about to it. move it forward, make progress. Well, again, we talk about inspiration, right? And I think inspiration really comes through stories. It comes through storytelling. So it's great to be able to look back at that moment and say, look, I, I was where you were. I get it. And so when you can share those stories, it actually validates a lot of people and help people go, you know what, I know I wasn't crazy. I knew I shouldn't have a job. I knew I should be doing work. And that's what we're trying to get people to do. Find your passion, find your work, find your purpose for being here. I mean, and once you do that, the choices are easy. Because once you find your, your, your purpose, you're gonna make choices that lead you to that. See, your purpose will decide who your friends are. Your purpose will decide the books you read, See, when you find your purpose, oh, it's going to make some decisions for you if you really want to live out that purpose. That's cool, Coach, because I'm as we're talking, I'm thinking about the fact that if you, and this is the negative way to frame it, and you just framed it in a positive light. <laughs> if you don't make a decision, the decision's often made for you. Um, and, I, and I'm thinking in terms of human terms. You know, I'm thinking yes. in terms of uh, someone else is going to, steal your freedom but but we've already made a decision or we've already we've already determined we've already identified that you get to decide exactly <laughs> well, you know like my grandfather used to say son sometimes no decision is a decision so you know again you can't be mad about the results you're getting from the work you're not doing so if you're not willing to make a choice for your life and you're going to allow someone else to make those choices for your life I, you know, you can't sit there and bellyache about it because those consequences are baked in. They're baked in the moment that you decide not to choose. They're baked in the moment that you decide that your voice wasn't worth being heard. And so at the end of the day, I'm like, look, I'm a screamer from the rooftops, man. I know who I am and you're not going to shut me up. I know my value. I can't back down off of that because if I do, no one ever gets the best version of me. They get a watered down version of me. And how does that really serve the world? If I dim my light, how does that really serve the world? That I decided that because of the pressure, because of feeling uncomfortable, that I'm gonna water myself down so I can just get along. It serves no one. You're not gonna have a legacy that's favorable, I promise you that. You want a real legacy, man, you're gonna have to make some hard decisions. And, and a friend of mine just uh, just shared a, a post from uh, the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend Trey Kill. He um, he just proposed to uh, his now fiance, uh, staring out over the Grand Canyon. And as you talk, I'm thinking about the fact that that is an example of where. And you talk about how water takes the path of least resistance. Yes. That that's an example of how the Earth could not withstand. The power of water and the flow yes. of purpose, right? The yes. tension, the the uh, the continual uh, drip and flow. Why not just go ahead and accept it and flow and just run with it? You see what you see? What I'm saying. There? Listen, because you know what? Again, that whole path of least resistance. We want to be comfortable, right? But the beautiful thing about water is that it's patient. Water, persistent. Water 
persevere. It doesn't care how hard the subject is, right? Water's just going to keep coming because it knows its purpose. So it can't stop being liquid. It can't stop flowing. That's what it does. It knows its purpose. It's like a lion. I mean, just because there is a drought, just because there is a, a famine, a lion can't become a vegetarian. It's not going to start eating grass because it knows its purpose. You know, I always say, isn't it incredible that you go, you look back over millions and millions of years with all these animals, they still know that the lion's the king. Like no one's gotten together, like the hyenas haven't said, you know what, I'm tired of this guy. Why don't we just, you know, separate them and then we, we just, we take them out one at a time. Well, it's because the lion truly knows its purpose. It knows it's the king. It, it doesn't have to tell anyone. It keeps its mentality where it needs to be. It loves the pressure. A lion's good with being uncomfortable. So that's when I think of water, that's what I think about. And it's crazy because my zodiac sign, I'm an Aquarius. I just keep coming. Water would back up to go forward. It's going to flow. And, and uh, back up to go forward, we talk about this a lot. It, it's slowing down sometimes to go fast. And in order to go fast, and I, and I think being willing to take the time and I don't just mean an afternoon. I don't just mean a five-minute, uh, you know, inspirational moment yes. in the morning. Yes. I mean just be willing to go deep and and really focus on purpose. Well, you know, and it, listen, pay attention every moment of the day, right? It's just hard for people to be still. Like people like to be busy. They do. They love to be busy. You hear people say that all the time. Oh, I'm busy. And I'm just like busy doing what? I mean, really, what, what, I mean, what are you busy doing? Like, you have this list, so you're checking off the list, right? That gives you a sense of accomplishment, but the things you're checking off really, in the whole grand scheme of things, really don't add up to anything. It's not about being busy. It's about being still. So you can truly hear what your calling is. And so you can start putting together that plan of, of how I'm supposed to meet this, because this calling is really about serving people. So me taking a list and checking it off so I can look in the mirror and say, oh, I did a lot today. No, you did a lot of running around today. But who did you help? Did you help yourself or did you help other people? That's the way I, look, the older you get, man, the more you start to, to realize that this thing, it, it, it's about legacy. You know, on May 12th, um, just a few days ago, my grandmother turned 109. 109. 109. Okay. 109. <laughs> and, 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 so, and, and when people hear that, right, they're like, Oh my God, 109. See, but for her, it's more than a number. I mean, it's more than 26 grandkids and 36 great grandkids and all the great, great. It's, it's more than that. I mean, her legacy is more than the number of 109. I mean, she's done some things. She served some people. She built, the, you know, helped, was one of the builders of the church in my community. Like she's done some things that when you look back, you go, oh yeah, her legacy is more than the kids. And that's what it's really all about. So you're saying it's quality over quantity. It's always about quality, man. I tell people that can, in, in, in track and field, look, man, <laughs> cover 200 meters in 20.1 seconds. That's not a lot of time, but that's quality, baby. It's good. That's quality. So we made a decision. We made a choice to come out here and record our podcast yes. today, right? Yes. We got a, a beautiful swing set, some kids playing. We got some different sounds around us. And maybe the sound quality is a little bit different, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're learning to adapt. There's a consequence 
for even the smallest decision. Right. I don't know how many decisions we make in a, in a given day, how many choices we right. make. But um, talk to me about consequence and, and how, do, how you face consequence and accept consequence. And well, I think, I think the best way to do it is, is, for me, I do it within the choice that I make, right? So making the decision to come out here, look, wind was already factored in. Sound quality is already factored in. And so we are willing to accept that responsibility and be accountable for that because we have listeners that we absolutely love, we adore, we're glad you check in. But today, you might not get the best sound, but it's worth it because it's a beautiful day. We don't get many beautiful days like this in May. We can't let this day pass. So when we made that choice, no, we baked all that in. But what we do, as soon as we came on the air, we let them know that we're outside. So we took responsibility and accountability for it. That's what it's all about. Because those consequences, they're gonna be there whether you take responsibility for them or not. They're still there. And they're all based on your choice. You decide. So prior to the show, we were talking about uh, this concept you share with me of um, you get to choose action or consequence and so responsibility and accountability and, and they almost empower you for that right yes oh totally I mean because because you, you you really do like so so when you make a choice right you really get to decide that this is what I want to do and based on this choice man everything's already baked in so hopefully you're making good choices I mean that's the power of trying to make good choices is because if you do that that consequence is exactly what you want. But when you make a choice that's not spot on, the consequence is that, it's like I tell student athletes all the time, you wanna be a great student athlete, but yet you're not training and working out, and so when you go into your season, you're out of shape. Well, that consequence goes all the way back to all of those days that you never worked out. For the best opportunity for you to be a part of the team and contribute to the team, that's what the days that you work out. So for every day that I work out, every day I can condition myself, my body, my mind, my spirit, when I do show up to camp, that's gonna, the consequence of that is probably gonna put me in a better light. It's no different than a business. If you, if you don't have great leaders in your organization, when adversity show up, when pressure comes along, it's not gonna work out. But you knew that by not having great leaders. You knew that by not developing people. So you can't now. You train them to not be great exactly. leaders. Exactly. Right. By, not, by not listening, right? Not paying attention, by not, not sharing listening, information. By not making sure they had the resources they need, you know? And so again, you can't now get in the middle of this, this opportunity that we have and then decide like, oh, I don't like the way it's going because our leadership's not good. You knew that coming in. So, so break this down for us. So uh, whether you're a parent, coach, a business owner, a teacher, a student athlete, um, what does that look like? It's pretty easy to me because see, I think number one, if you're a parent, you're, you're a coach. <laughs> I think if you are a business leader, you're a coach, you're a mentor, you're a student. See, I think we all wear all of those hats all the time. And I think that's where people get it confused. I think that people think that if you are a leader, that you're not a student. That if you are a leader, you know, you're not working hard. 
No, no, no. See, it, it's all one and the same. And that's why I say that everyone's a student athlete. Everyone is trying to, you know, be the best versions of themselves. And so we all get to wear those hats all the time. And so when I look at it, shouldn't that all boil down to every day I'm going to have a good attitude. Every day I'm going to try to make quality decisions. Every day I'm going to give 100% effort. So is it fair to say that, that uh, Ellie Bean can be my coach, I can be your coach, he can be, 89 can be my coach. We can, coach. 89 can be everybody's coach. He's got enough for everybody. But if we're being honest, but isn't that really the way it is? Like we all have a moment in each day where it's our time. It's our time to step up, to lead, to teach, for people to learn. It doesn't matter whether you're six or 60. Everyone in the course of a 24-hour day have a moment in time when the spotlight's on them when they could be the one feeding the other person, information that can change their life. And until we start thinking like that, it's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be real hard, but we all have a part to play. And so if you're not accountable, if you don't wanna be responsible for your part of it, mm, then your voice is not gonna be heard. You can choose action over consequence. You can choose action or consequence. Unbelievable, coach. So um, how much do you love your audience? Man, let me tell you. Well, again, the audience is what make us us. This is why we do it. We, we do it for, for the people that are tuning in and for the people who are saying, you know what, want to grow. Maybe he's going to say something that will allow me to learn. you got to love that. That's why I do it. You know, it's funny. I was talking to one of my good friends, Carl Trimble, and he's a Hall of Fame football player, you know, at Furman. And, and we were just talking this morning, and I told Carl, I said, you know, when I look back at track and field, it is a blip on my life. And I was good. But you, can, there's nothing that I accomplished there that will ever compare to a kid who's now going to medical school, to a kid who just passed the bar to become an attorney. Dude, that's what this is all about. That's why I love this audience, because you know what? It's like fishing, and you know I'm a fishaholic. Man, there's nothing better than fishing in the ocean. Because when something hooks up, right, you don't know what it is. You don't know how big it is. Like, you have no clue until you see it. So when we're doing what we're doing with this audience, man, we don't know what word we say or what sentence we put that's going to spark something that helps someone grow to be real big. We don't know what that is. That's exciting, bro. It is exciting because we know we know. <laughs> that if you're listening, since you're listening, since you're listening, you're open to the possibility. Yes, yes. If you're listening, here's what I know. I know that you believe that every day is game day. I know that you feel like, yep, I'm a revolutionary. Like, I know that. So going in with that, as my granddaddy would say, watch your toes, I don't know how big this gonna get. And I love it. I'm not sure anybody around you actually has a choice because I know you pick your team. And, uh, and this segment is the Super Freak segment. You're picking your team. I know, I know you're intentional about it. This week's choice, Super Freak. Hey, Super Freak of the Week is, this, this is so amazing because I, I just met this guy probably three months ago. And the moment that I talked to him on the phone before we actually connected face-to-face, 
I knew. I said, oh, yep, this, this is a revolutionary here. This, this is, this is going to be one of my guys. It's Mike Etheridge. Now, Mike's this big old guy, lives out in Hilliard, Florida. So, so we like first cousins because, you know, I grew up in Baldwin. So, you know, to me, he like big Mike's family. Man, Mike loves kids. You know, his son plays baseball. And, and I'm telling you, I think if, if Mike could live every day the way he truly want to live every day, all he'd do is just be around kids teaching them baseball. And he's passionate about it. But he's passionate about kids getting the right information and being the best version of themselves. So once I got face-to-face -face with Mike, I mean, look, man, that's a match made in heaven. I'm like, this, this guy's a go-getter. This is a super freak right here. Hey, and I can tell you this, boy, Big Mike, he can, he can handle a smoker. Man, Big Mike can cook, man. That's why we call him Big Mike. I mean, he puts it down. But, but he, he's, he's just such a great guy. And what I love about Mike, Mike gives information. Mike, when he gets the right information, Mike calling up every family he knows to give them the information regarding baseball or what's going to happen or how to make kids better. But the most beautiful part about Mike, he going to say it and then leave it on you. Woof, Mike. Okay. I don't think I was ready for Mike. He's, no. He's absolutely, so, you know, I've always been kind of mind-bended, that's a word, by this scripture that, where God's talking about, he says, is, and one of his disciples comes to him and he says, you know, I love you. And he says, do you love me? He says, feed my sheep. And, my, and Mike, to me, what, the way you describe Mike as a super freak. Yes, sir. He sounds like somebody that wants to feed Listen, people. He is, he's feeding you. Not every, just with the smoke. No, not man. just with it. He, he's but I, feeding but I do, you. I do kind of, you know, I'm, I feel like you made a decision to not share this smoker meet with like like i'm just now learning about hey, the smoke hey, 89 over here with his hands up hey, in the air hey, shaking his head hey, i showed up to mike one mike's on, mike. house one on, time mike. mike said I, I told him i love brisket right you know i'm just we having conversations he said oh you like brisket we got room hey, for mike at hey, the beach i show up i show up mike said mike sends me home with about a seven piece seven uh -huh. pound piece of yeah, brisket yeah. i never seen brisket yeah, that big straight to the gut it, it, well it was uh -huh. like the whole cow yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah i like big uh -huh. mike yeah. Being big back of friends. Mike might have picked you, actually. I don't think you had a choice, to be honest exactly, with you. Exactly, exactly. But, but just a great guy, and uh, it, it's, it's awesome, you know, the relationship that we have, and, and every day it's just more possibilities with him. And, and uh, so uh, the future's bright. The future's bright, you know. But, again, it goes back to picking your team and, and, and who you want around you. And, and so for me, it's serving kids, and I just want to be around people that that, that message resonates, and that's what they want to do. So. so, what's your expectation come out of uh, out of this show, and 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 what do you want the outcome to be for all of us? You know, what I really want the outcome to be is I want you to really look at what you say your goals are, and then and then look at the choices that you're making. Like I really do. I really want you to just just realize that you are responsible. Like you you can make this choice, and it's not contingent upon what anybody think about you. It's not contingent upon what anyone says to you. Are you making the best choices for you based on you? Are, are there little voices that's talking you out of your dreams instead of into your dreams? Just reevaluate your situation. That's all you can do. Look at where you are and then be honest. Are the choices I'm making getting me closer or further away from what it is I say I want?
and then act accordingly. Is that your challenge? That's the challenge, man. The challenge is, listen, and I know some choices are hard, man. Choices are hard, but only if you don't make them. I think the hardest choice you'll ever make is not making one. Be an advocate for your life. That's the challenge. Are, are you being an advocate for your life? Or are you blaming other people, like my granddaddy say, being mad about the results you're getting from the work you're not doing? You're either doing the work or you're not, brother. There's no in-between. Well, and, and you have a choice between basically positive and negative. That's it. I mean, it's fairly binary. I mean, when you boil it down, you got in, in the universe, you got positive and negative. There's not, and then there's neutral. You know, listen. There is, you, can, you can sit right there in the but, middle. But what I'm saying is, if you decide to sit in the middle, you got to remember, it's like, it's like the word balance to me. If you're going to go to neutral, I say you balance. That means you're dead. Because if you ain't moving, you're dead. So if you don't choose and... You, 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 we can X you out. If you don't choose, we may as well just X you out. Your voice is non-existent. You don't even count. Man, this thing is about, look, make a decision. You either want to live your life positive or you want to live it negative. You either want to surround yourself with people that are moving in a positive direction or, or negative. Those are choices. You get to make them. So we can create what we want, basically. We can expect the best. All day, every day. I mean, again, why would you go into the day not expecting the best? I mean, you go into the day already feeling like you defeated? Why live the day? Why even deal with the day? If you already defeated, why even go through it? Just stay in the house. You got to expect the best every day. I keep telling you guys every day I wake up, this is the day I think Oprah going to call me. She got to call me. Oprah got to call me, man. You know she does. We got a lot to talk about. So every day I expect the best. I got it laid out, man. Black suit, fitted shirt. I'm going to look good. Stebbins going to be in trouble because I'm going to look good. But I mean, you again, expect the best out of your life, not the worst. Expect for things to go right, not to go wrong. Well, 72% of the earth is water. And, uh, and, and so as I do the math, I, I think we can cover it. Yes, I, I think we can turn this world into a positive place. I feel like positivity is gonna win out in the end, so we might as well jump on board and enjoy the ride. Sooner or later, man, light's going to drive out darkness. It's going to happen. I'm with you. That's why we're doing what we're doing. And you know what I realized? It only takes one, baby. You only got to turn one around. We just turn one around at a time. Just one at a time. We'll be all right. We're going to get there. I like that. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in changing the world. Yeah. But, but you've talked about today. You talk about individual decisions. You talk about the moment. And, and today, right now in this moment, I love it, Coach. That's it. Let's I just, love it. Let's just, this moment right here, let's just be the best version of ourselves. That's all. Imagine if on one, any given day, everybody made that connection. We instantly changed the world. Every day means every day. Hey, listen, you know, we love you guys tuning in. 89, thank you for making us look good, sound as best you can, brother, you know. Not easy. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but but you wear these hats well, and we Hard appreciate work it. Talent when talent yeah. doesn't work. I'm trying to tell you, and uh, and and to our audience, listen. 
please continue to challenge us. We'll challenge you. Um, we have the power to create whatever we want. Um, and remember, man, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.